Greetings, traveler. Come warm yourself by the fire and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, tales of Tamriel. I am your host, Ajelos, and with me this evening, the one, the only Arkaneer Silver Shield. How are you, buddy? Uh, you, as you would probably guess, I'm sleepy, but I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> Doing pretty good, buddy. I know it's, uh, I know it's, I was going to say late, but I guess technically it's early over there. It's early. So it's very yeah. early. I see. I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, before we begin the show, I got to say, first off, that awesome intro music that you heard at the start of the show uh, was brought to you by the amazingly talented Family Jewels. You can uh, hear this cover, which is the Elder Scrolls medley, as well as a lot of his other amazing video game covers over at YouTube.com slash Family Jewels 7X. Definitely check him out. He's done some amazing stuff, and uh, I pretty much love all of it, hence why you know I reached out, and I'm like, dude, can we use that? And there we are. Here we are. Um, another shout-out I really got to give is I was emailed by um, a, a very dedicated fan who brought something to my attention that... Uh, I wanted to highlight because it's for a good cause. Okay, so this this gentleman who I will call, uh, well, it's a Voodoo Yaga, uh, or also known as Platypus, I guess is is I guess his in game name possibly, or his account name. Um, I'm not really sure on that. That's how he signed the letter. Anyway, he is a a very avid um, listener from Germany, and they are getting ready to do a special um, uh, charity drive for a for a charity called special effect. If you're not really sure what that is, uh, special effect is a, is an array of, as my cat gets in the way. Hello, Khajiit. Hello. Anyway, it's an array that is supposed to allow people with disabilities, the ability to play video games, such as, you know, tracking, I guess it's like, uh, eye tracking and voice controllers and stuff to help people with disabilities, you know, to enjoy video games. So now there's apparently there's a, a number of different companies that kind of do this thing. Uh, some of them are less game enjoyment, have, you know, less game enjoyment specific focus, as he says here. Uh, but as a group of gamers, his guild, they want to jump at a chance to work with special effects. So what is happening here? He has a small social guild on the EU PS4 mega server called Snowborn, okay? And they've chosen to raise money by participating in a 24-hour gaming marathon, which actually begins on Friday the 13th, and that's in October. So it's October the 13th, 2017, at 8 p.m. Uh, UK time. That's what he has marked on here. So they're going to be doing a number of small uh, in-game events, for anyone who's on the EU PS4 and anyone who wants to participate, uh, that would be awesome. You can uh, reach out to them. I'll actually have their contact information in the description of this podcast. Um, so you can go ahead and check out some of the stuff that they're going to do. If you can't actually make it and participate in the 24 hour stream, uh, there will also be a link for the Just Giving pledge page. So if you want to help support uh, gamers with disabilities, you can go ahead and check out that page, uh, which is uh, justgiving.com slash fundraising slash snowborn. That, again, will also be in the description of the podcast. So, yeah, definitely go support charity. You know, we all love video games. That's why we're here, right? Like, that's what we do. And it's neat that people uh, with physical disabilities can enjoy these games as much as we do. So definitely check that out. And that would be really, really awesome. 
We have a lot to go over tonight. Uh, not much in the news section, but both uh, Arkaneer and I have a lot of tales to go over. Uh, we've got a little bit of news to go over, and of course, Sermon 11 of the 36 Lessons of Vivek is coming up, and I'm telling you folks, it's getting saucy. So sit back and get ready to enjoy that. But before we get to all the fun stuff, it's time for Tales of Tamriel, where we get to go over what we've done in-game this week. Ark, why don't you go ahead and yeah. go first? All right, so... um as you all probably know, Clockwork City DLC hit BTS, and mm -hmm. I jumped in there mm -hmm. to check the world. Not to do any quests, not to do any, you know, story things or trial and whatnot, just to see the world. And I had, what I had in mind is that I would, like, walk around for about an hour and then go play PUBG or something. But well, that didn't work, because they made the thing very beautiful. It might be my favorite zone now in terms of how good-looking it is. Because um, everything is metal. Even the trees are metal and um, they shine. Like when the sun hits it, they shine. And I love it and it makes perfect screenshots. And <laughs> my plan of one hour trip turned into a three-hour screenshot-taking stuff. So... Um, I know they that, showed on ESO Live, uh, was it not this week, but it was last week where they started showing off the um, Clockwork City. And I know yeah. we talked about it briefly last episode, but I do agree with you, Ark. Like, even from seeing the live stream, and I hopped on the BTS as well, and uh, I was playing around on there for a little bit. Not long. I didn't do three hours because obviously I didn't mm -hmm. want to ruin any story for myself. So. I was just running around, looking around at different stuff, and I, I, I still can't get over the fact that they, well, and in a good way, right? Normally, whenever I say that, it's you know prefaced, yeah, a, a normally <laughs> a bad thing that Zoss is doing. But I love the way they're handling the lore of the Clockwork City and how you actually access it. Oh, it's mm -hmm. fantastic! Yeah, I mean, the three hours that I spent. I didn't any, do any quests or anything, by the way. It was just sightseeing for three hours. <laughs> because, I mean, one thing, I'm not familiar with anything in Clockwork City. Like, I don't know the lore. I don't know why it's like that. I don't know the materials. I don't know the style. So it's all new to me. Uh, so that's one interesting part. And the fact that they... Uh, they they made it so beautiful that it looks beautiful overall. I love it. Well, you've been playing Morrowind too. Um, have you gotten to the Clockwork City portion of Morrowind? Now, obviously, no. Okay, okay, because you don't actually get yeah. to that until. Uh, do you have like the Game of the Year edition or anything? Yeah. I okay. Do. Yeah. I do. Uh, the Tribunal expansion is where you mm -hmm. actually get to see. The Clockwork City, I believe. Yeah, I don't last, think last time I left Morrowind, I was doing some quests for the greedy Ashlanders. Yeah, that ripped me off to just to talk to them. So yeah, I should get back to it. Actually, you I should. raided their sacred tombs or whatever. Well, maybe that's but why they, they don't like coming. you. <laughs> no, they they made me angry first. Oh, okay. I looted everything they had in their ancient sacred whatever place. It's 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 payment. 
Retribution. For what they took from me. Yeah, retribution. I got you. All right. All right. Yeah. 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 I'm just, I'm just really curious, like, when you get to the Clockwork City in Morrowind, um, because I think that'd be really neat to see. I get, yeah, I mean, it's it's very long time away from happening, because I have to complete the main story first and whatnot. You mm, do you? I mean, if you want to, you can. Have you been attacked it's by like- Dark Brotherhood yet? Oh yeah, I, I've been farming money off them. There are okay. cells for that. That's actually nice the uh, the breadcrumb quest that leads you to um, that leads you into Mournhold. Actually, yeah, but I'm I'm not doing them because I okay. want to do the main first. Because yeah. if I get lost in side quests and DLCs and Morrowind, that game will take forever to complete. So it, I, I well, want to at least get the main quest out of the way. So okay. I was no. going to say, it's still going to so take So I can forever. say I played Morrowin. Okay. All right. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I, under- I understand completely, because I know after you attack or get attacked and you survive, presumably, um, mm-hmm. like the very next thing in your journal pretty much just says, hey, you know, go speak to any guard, like any ordinator, and then they send you off to, you know, start, start that quest line. So, hmm. well, one day, one day, one day soon. I got gotcha. you. Um, so in that's that's all I did in Clockwork City. I checked out the both houses that uh, the one that comes to Hrothgar, mm-hmm. um, which is very nice. Which is very nice. Uh, it's like another Falkreath Hall style. It doesn't have any rooms or anything. It's just a very big hall. Um, so if you're so yeah, it's it's not like house like you, there there is not a place to put beds and whatnot. But yeah, if you if you have a guild and you want a guild hall, uh, that's one option. See, but I feel you, yeah. No, I was gonna say I feel like they just they're missing an opportunity with like okay, like that guild hall that you know we talked about already before, like the big hall. If you were mm-hmm. somehow able to get materials that you could match identically, like floors and 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 create walls and stuff like that. Then yeah, then it wouldn't be such a big deal, right? Because then you could create a room upstairs. Like, didn't I remember? I remember streaming it with you and saying, "Hey, what you could do is you could essentially build a second floor because you can kind of get up there, but you can't remove the banisters. You can't re- you can't find a floor that looks good. You can put you can put uh like what is it the the planks down there, but that yeah. just that doesn't look good." Because yeah. the planks are designed to be like an outdoor or a very rustic thing, and you have all these beautiful carved beams, and then you have like the essentially plywood planks over top of it. <laughs> it just it yeah. doesn't it doesn't look good. It just doesn't. And if they added well, floor items or anything like that to to make it, you know, that you could match the floor, you could create your own floor and and walls, and that would be so much better. Maybe they will do it, you know, you, you never know. They'll run out of stuff eventually, and they will have to add all kind of weird stuff. And maybe in all those weird stuff, there will be floors. I don't know. <laughs> of all the weird stuff, there will be floors. Okay. <laughs> hey, I just uh, got a dwarven pipe cap bolted. I didn't even know you could get dwarven furnishings yeah, outside of cash yeah, shop. Nope. 
they drop uh, in the world, actually. I I color me impressed. This is the first time I've actually <laughs> gotten a dwarven item, and that is really freaking cool. <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'm, I'm baffled. <laughs> I'm just I don't know what's going on here now? Um, How is this not crown store only? Yeah, well. I mean, we've <laughs> we've talked about their crown store only stuff, and we know they don't shy away from anything crown store only. So, I sort of figured that dwarven uh, accessory pack or furniture pack literally was crown store only. I didn't yeah. know that I you mean, could earn it. The pack is, but the items drop overland. Well, yeah, but that's one of those things. Like, do you want to farm the the recipes, or do you just want to buy and have the pieces? Okay, I got you. That I don't, I don't care. But I thought the entire, if you wanted anything Dwemer related, you had to, you know, get um, that pack. But apparently, mm-hmm. you don't, and that's my own ignorance. I didn't know that was a <laughs> that was a thing. To be honest. Well, now you know. Now I do know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I see. Uh, uh, oh, oh dear. I've pronounced your name before in chat. And hello, chat room, by the way. I forgot to say hello to our awesome chat room. We've got quite a few people out there today. It's really awesome. Uh, I need the phonics, yeah, sir. Okay, yeah. Uh, I would totally decorate my uh, decorate with dwarven furnishings. Yeah, I actually really like those as well. And I was contemplating buying one of the uh, the orc strongholds. Because they're that, that stone, everything. And I was thinking what I could do is then put the Dwemer pipes and essentially recreate my Mark, Mark, uh, Mark Hearth home from Skyrim. Oh. Cause you know, that one had yeah, all the Dwemer cool. pipes. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. Yeah. It will, it would take a lot of farming. Yeah. It would. Many. It, it definitely would. I'm, I'm not downplaying the, the amount of farming that would be required, but I still find it very cool that you can even get Dwemer mm-hmm. for. Ik, uh, okay, Ikasugami. Ikasugami. Okay, cool. Sorry. As soon as I saw, I was like, oh, I'm going to repeat what they say in chat. And then I'm like, oh my goodness, there's no way I'm going to be able to pronounce that name. The last time I did it, they were kind enough to present me with the, the phonic spelling of it. So that way I could sound it all out. And this time I did not have that aid and therefore it would have been terrible. So yeah. must be weird for like, I didn't think of it before, but like Turkish and Japanese has very similar pronunciations. So it's like, when I see it, it's easy. But then if I think in English, that really, that word doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the structure is different in English. Yeah. So it, it, yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't naturally come out that way. Anyway, regardless. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for coming back. All right. Continue. Arc. I'm right. sorry. Um, so the other house is the artwork, the the observatory. Now yes. this is not a house, as well. The, even the name says it's an observatory. And during daylight, it's not really impressive. But during nighttime, you can see like there there is this orb, a uh, sapphire or whatever that is, uh, the orb-like structure. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, which is turning around all the way like the the gears are all turning and whatnot and 
you can see the sky with all the um, stars. And then there is the Clockwork City's own um, gears turning in the sky, as you know, like uh, the outer, mm-hmm. I guess, shell of Clockwork City. So it, it gives a very nice, very beautiful look to it. Um, the problem is it's very small. Like, it only has one room and then the observatory part. But if you are getting this house... You're getting uh, it for the observatory. for that observatory. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's very nice. Like, if it's not crown store only, or if it's affordable crown store only, not limited time or whatever, I might actually get this. I'm actually with you on that one. I mean, I won't buy it crown store because I'm not buying crowns anymore. Uh, but if it's if it's in game, oh, I will definitely like because I've I've given up on the Hrothgar or, or whatever the the high hold. Uh, no, no, no the the, the high hold one. the Falkreath one only because oh, okay. like I said, until they add floor that actually looks hmm. good, I can't use that place. I mean, I already have the daggerfall overlook and that has all the nice rooms and stuff that i like and even though it's not the nordic hall that i'd prefer i can't work with that nordic hall i just i can't do it so i mean i've given up on that one in the meantime so yeah um so that was the clockwork city part my tales and there, then there is um, the Imperial City Knight mm. that kind of upset me. Now, um, the other night, the, well, yesterday night, I'm not sure. One night. Uh, uh, Tuesday time, night. Tuesday night is Imperial. Okay. Well, no, is it Tuesday? Or, no, it's Thursday. Thursday night was Thursday. when I ran yes. Imperial City Knight. I think Stormlords took that over. So, yeah, Thursday night is Imperial City. Tuesday night yes. is Dungeons in the... Uh, uh, DCN guild on the US uh, PC mega server. So if anyone right. is, of course, interested in joining that guild, uh, you can send me an in-game mail uh, at Agelos, H-G-E-L-O-S, or at Stormslord, uh, S-T-O-R-M-Z-L-O-R-D. Uh, in-game mail is enough to suffice, and we'll get you invites. So, sorry, I felt like, hey, it's perfect. You talked you about can, the guild. You've been so distant from ESO that you just called your own guild that guild. What well, one? Well, no, <laughs> that that guild. You just did. You just said if you're interested in joining that guild. Well, yeah, because we have multiple <laughs> guilds in multiple games, so specifically that guild. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there we go. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, English, funny language, isn't it? Yep, um, it is. It, is. <laughs> it really is. It's really weird. But so, uh, as you said, Stormlords were um, doing the Imperial City Night mm-hmm. event, and I decided to join as well and stream it in the meantime. Um, now, I haven't done anything ESO related in a while, especially PvP. So it, it it felt kind of weird, but there there were some notable moments. First of which is I realized Stormlords Stormlords is an Altmer. What? Yes. yes I didn't I even got re- there. I entered the Imperial City and there he was, an Altmer, pointy ears with yellow sicken, and a beard to like add to the oh, insult. Hold on. I I gotta kick someone from the guild here real quick. <laughs> uh, where is he at? 
but it's not all. Wait, wait, wait. I, uh, you have more people to kick. Oh, okay. All right. Then, I'm ready. Guess what Robot says? What? My healer is an Altmer. All right. Hold on, kicking her. We have Altmers in our midst, Ag. She's on in mine right absence, now. Look at this. We're going to remove from in, guild. <laughs> in our absence, Wings of Fate was taken over by Altmers and Crown Crate Lover. Is there a disband no. guild? <laughs> <laughs> just disband. I'm just disbanding the whole thing. It's <laughs> over. It's it's it's. Yep. Nope. It's done. Yeah. That's it. No. No. No point of turning. It's no. It's non redeemable at this point. It's over. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there, there are, there are, there, there, there are Altmers, but I said, okay, I, I mean. It's our fault that we haven't been logging in too much and letting people play with Altmers. I, I, I don't think it's our fault. I think it's Zoss's fault. It kind of is. No, no. How it's Zoss's it's fault. fault. It's For definitely... putting Altmers in the game in the first place? Well, that and <laughs> a bunch of their other policies that... yeah. Anyway. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. 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 Well, not not on my end. I I don't log in because I don't. I'm not awake at nights anymore. That's oh it. oh no 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 <laughs> I'm, no. That's not. I mean, Zas is giving me free crates. I'm oh, even though little by little. I'm, I like free stuff. Okay. <laughs> oh. I'm happy with it. When we'll even talk about that later. But did you log in? Did you get? the crown crates on both mega servers or did you actually have no, I, to i forgot to do it on north american side like the first one okay so yeah you didn't get it on both you had to log into each oh server yeah yeah i had okay. i had to log in on both servers like okay the first time with the crown crates the first three crates i did log in on both servers but this time i forgot okay all right yeah okay makes sense all right yeah. So anyway, we even even though the group leader was an Altmer, um, I said, okay, well, there's nothing else, nothing to do. I came all the way here, so why not? Maybe I'll find some Altmers to kill. Um, so we went up to the sewers. Um, no, not the sewers. We went up to the districts to do the world bosses. One of that, one of which was stuck in a wall. I don't know how, but um, it it was able to attack us, but we weren't able to attack it without <laughs> AOEs. I don't know how it got there. Uh, but eventually, we decided, okay, we can't get this. We completed the districts and went down the sewers. Okay. We went all the way to Molag Bal, uh, you know, at the center. Mm -hmm, we killed mm -hmm. it twice. Uh, not a single Altmer. And then while we were doing the outer portals, two Altmers came by. And obviously they ran away, unfortunately. Um, so basically we ended the event. But during the event, Lord Obi messaged and said, okay, I'm doing a house uh, for Wings of Fate to use during for dueling and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So he, he apparently he made something like an arena. Have you seen his house? I haven't, but he actually messaged me about it. He texted me the other day about the uh, about his arena, and I actually need to do that. In fact, you know what? He's online yes. right now. I'm going to his house. Actually, I'm 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 going to turn on the game as well because I'm, there's something I'm going to talk about. I'm I'm so, logging. Um, 
Are you, uh, okay, I'm, I'm actually not going to wait for you to actually get to his house, but uh, you should do so. I'm already um, so teleporting. He, <laughs> oh, you're already teleporting? Okay, I'll, I'll wait then. I'll wait for you to see the structure so I can explain what I did. So, you know how I spend most of my time in ESO just jumping around? Like, yeah. Right? Like yeah. trying to get on top of things, trying to like jump from one place to another. So Obi apparently made it, made it, made his house so that people would be trapped. What in the creation Inside just happened the here? There's giant spikes everywhere. <laughs> See, that's that that's supposed to be Grand Island Top Away or whatever that island is. Yeah, but can, he made it a very nice cold harborish thing. It, yeah, it's Great. wow. Now apparently his aim was. To keep people inside, but oh. as the pro professional jumper around as I am, I managed to get out. <laughs> now uh, Obi obviously teleported in and started patching up the places that um, <laughs> that we jumped outside. Okay. Uh, and then I found another place, and he patched it up as well. Then I found another place. I still have a couple places that he doesn't know. I think I'm going to log in and. Oh, I see Lord Obi right now. Oh, he's there. <laughs> I, I don't know the last dance red guard oh yeah we were there were a lot of dancing red guard involved by the way during imperial city event obviously uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a okay I forgot the saying so gotcha I had to tell him I'm like showing off your house on stream <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. That is, that's yeah. awesome. Basically, I... um, so it, it, the end of my story is that all those time spent jumping around finally paid off because I won't be contained in that arena and I will just jump over and over and over and again and I will annoy Lord Obi. And that was the last thing I did in terms of Elder Scrolls Online this week. Actually, I'm, I'm I'm teleporting in right now. By I'm now. looking at the Telvani <laughs> throne that that growth thing, and oh my goodness, I really freaking yeah. like that. That is really awesome. Wow, I want one of those now, but it feels like it needs to be in a Bosmer house. Anyway, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, so is that the end of uh, what you've done in in Tamriel? You yes okay well in Skyrim I start just started the Dawnguard quest line again but that's it like I didn't get anywhere okay all right uh so for me obviously I've done very little ESO okay like very little um mostly because at this point as as some people may know or they may not know it's regardless. It is getting close to, well, it actually is officially uh, autumn now here in the Northern Hemisphere. And every autumn, early winter is Skyrim time for me. So I've <laughs> restarted Skyrim. That's what I've been doing. And uh, I, I am doing it on the hardest difficulty uh, because that's what I do. And then I also, um, I don't do a lot of mods. I actually, I, I don't like, I know it's weird. I don't, I barely mod my game at all. I think the only thing I've actually done 
was I added like unread books glow so that I know what books I've collected and which books I haven't. Hey, it's Ark. <laughs> there I am. <laughs> and you know, that is literally all I do is, is that very specific thing actually. Oh, okay. Oh, he built. Okay. I see. I'm looking at the arena thing now for where we're at. Oh, this is where the Island is. It's in Topol Bay. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yep. I thought it was somewhere north of Stone Falls. <laughs> Interesting. Actually, someone, someone yesterday gave the same reaction to it after seeing it on map. I think it was Robot or someone. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, well, I mean, <laughs> that's kind of what I feel about it. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, no, I thought it was. Um, and scooter in chat oh i see a little facial hair yes i'm growing my beard back i (laughs) i am ashamed not to have a beard and i was trimming my facial hair and i any any men here will know and maybe some women i don't know i'm not sexist some women can grow better facial hair than i can it's actually kind of sad um i was trimming and I made the fatal mistake of butchering it to the point where I'm like, there's no saving it. So I just was like, I'm shaving and starting <laughs> over. Uh, so I look like a terrible Altmer, like legit Altmer, and that's awful. So, I mean, here we are. I'm, I'm, I'm growing it back, and that's the plan because I need to have my beard, and I miss it. <laughs> so... <Beard's nice. laughs> um. Unread books glow. Uh, I do a few water textures and a few high def texture packs, and that's really about it. Uh, I don't like using. By the way, two- is it? Are you playing special edition or the original one? Special edition. Okay. Yeah, special edition, uh, and I'm obviously doing a few other, you know, add-ons to further enhance with even greater textures. So. Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm currently doing. So I uh you getting off the cart, you know, and I made an Altmer. No, I'm just kidding. Who in the world would ever do that? <laughs> uh no, I, I made my Nord. That's what I do. I make my Nord and Altmer I start Altmer Dragon Knight. Altmer the Heresy. I know, it's just wrong. It's so wrong. Um So yeah. So obviously the first thing you do, you get off the cart, you go through the whole thing and our and our good buddies. And normally, and this is the thing that I normally do. I am always following Ulfric. Like, I always do Stormcloaks. Uh, I'm going Empire this time, actually. I tried doing that. I tried doing that with my current playthrough. And it, I, I just, I mean, I get the idea of Imperials and what. I just couldn't do it. It just doesn't feel right. You know, and it's actually funny, you know, like the storm cloaks for me, yes, I love the storm cloaks, but I, I obviously love the Imperials. I have a love addiction with the Roman Empire. I, I just love it. So the idea of the entire empire here being almost a carbon copy, right? I mean, everything according to infrastructure and everything is, is a carbon copy. Um, I, I, I can't disregard that and so that's that's pretty much where it went so after that first quest obviously the start and then they you go through the entire um the underground to escape helgen and it's really funny because on on the hardest difficulty oh my goodness that bear is is so hard to kill on the hardest difficulty 
Like, I think I probably spent 45 minutes in that cave just trying to get out. Um, I mean, bears are known to be stronger than... You're you're right. You're right. And and, um, obviously, I, I, my goal is I am doing my, my Templar, but in kind of an interesting way. I'm wearing heavy armor, but I'm specking out Magicka, right? Um, that's the plan. Right now, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I have a, a one-handed Imperial sword, and that's it. Like, and, you know, and I'm wearing, like, the Imperial armor I got out here, because literally, I've, I've been playing this game, I probably put about mm, four hours into it already, and I've not even made it to River Run yet. <laughs> uh, so, if that gives you an idea of the difficulty, and you know, because I'm also exploring some stuff around, I'm collecting things. Um, so the idea is one-handed swords, because that's what I like, and it also because Dawnbreaker, right? So I get Dawnbreaker, and then I'm using Restoration Magic in the other hand, Restoration Magic and wards. So I'll be warding for spells and things of that nature. So that's actually what I've been working on, is getting my my uh, restoration magic up, mm-hmm. right? And I've been out farming around and collecting some stuff. And I, right now, it's been doing a lot of mining and uh, to get ore because I got to get my crafting up, right? Because that's what I do. Because it's it's too good, especially when you get to the end, getting like that Daedric armor and like double enchanting it and stuff like that. So I literally made it down. Uh, what is the name of that? Very As you're walking down the road from Helgen, Towards the river, the 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 river hold, the river run. I think. Why am I thinking? Mm-hmm. I I want to say river run, but for some odd reason, I keep thinking Game of Thrones. I'm almost positive that's what it's called. Uh, river wood. River wood. Okay, not river run. Okay. Yeah. As you're walking down, there's that one mine, that one cave off to. I guess like you're as you're coming down the hill off to your right hand side, and. I've been actually in there farming the the people because it, <laughs> they're really strong. So I've been kiting them around and I'm not even killing them. I'm kiting them around so that I can get my one handed sword skill up. That's what I've been working on because right now I'm just dying every three seconds. Like it's a lot of save and reload because those guys are really, 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 really tough. So um, that's what I've that's what I've actually been working on is going through that. Um, I actually kind of got lost and ended up outside the uh, the first dragon temple. I guess it is the first dragon temple where where uh, our favorite mage uh, sends you to pick up the tablet. And I tried to run back. Um, first dragon temple what yeah, the it's not a dragon temple but it's the tomb where you go and you find your oh, first ble- dragon priest to get the uh Barrows, the, yeah, yeah yeah uh uh bleak bleak fall barrel bleak falls yeah something like that yeah oh i'm getting crushed i got all the way up to where the the draugr pops out and that draugr <laughs> is wrecking me i couldn't even grab everything i just was like that's it i backtracked back out and i made it <laughs> back down the hill um so my goal here obviously is to get to Riverwood, sell some of my stuff that I've been that I've been packing because obviously I need money at this point. And 
get to uh, a, a white run and get my first house, right? Because I need to start stockpiling goods because I I pick up everything, right? I just pick up everything. <laughs> um, let's see here. All right, so you're saying for me to come back to the house. So that's what I'm going to do. Yep. Uh, no, not... I, I escaped want... his walls once again. <laughs> nice. So that's pretty much what I've been doing in Tamriel is restarting and replaying Skyrim. So, oh, I, I actually think after I get to Whiterun, I never start the, the Dovahkiin quest. That's always like the last quest I do. Uh, but I probably should go and at least unlock the the uh the first dragon because did you know that the dragons won't appear until after that first one attacks the, yep. the tower yeah. <laughs> uh i didn't know that before like one of the first <laughs> i i made it to like a really really high level and i've made it all the way through and i'm just like wow I, i'm not spawning any dragons of any kind it makes it kind of hard to make the the dragon bone armor or anything like that right <laughs> uh and then yeah they don't spawn but then i go in and i uh spawn them but by that point in time i'm already pretty high level so the dragons that are spawning are like the dragon dreadlords like the, the <laughs> are the elder dragons i guess it is i'm like what in the world is going on here and of course the elder dragons always are so insanely difficult so <laughs> But yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've also been thinking about jumping back into Oblivion, and then I thought, eh, I'll play a good game. I mean... <laughs> I, I said that to hurt you. Do you, Did it are, work? you want to start a fight? Uh, apparently, yeah. Like That's, that's what I I'm mean, thinking. Then I, again, how what what would you know? You think Sexplorer is a good build. It um, is a good build, man. I'm just saying. It's the best build. It's absolutely it's... the best build. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, see, see, no, I didn't. Normally, I, I normally I would have a comeback, but I'm so tired and sleepy that my brain cannot process it. Scooter's like, how dare you? <laughs> He's right. He's right. <laughs> see, I, I'm just varying up what I say because normally, if I, I make the sexplore comments, you know, you're ready for those. So now I'm thrown <laughs> in oblivion jabs too, and now you're just like thrown for a for a loop. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously though, oblivion sucks. Um. All right. So Ark, I'm here. So before we started our next stuff, what what are what are we what are you showing me here in Obi's house? Look up. Look up to your left. Oh, my left. Yeah. All right. I I see Drop floating tree. No no no. Oh. Look look look. Where oh, <laughs> dance. <around. laughs> Is Obi losing his mind right now, trying to figure out how you got up there? <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, he patched up a lot of these stuff, but I still have a few places I can escape this arena. Oh. I'm, I'm not letting him know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna oh, there's to... no way you can get up here from there. Oh. It doesn't work. All right, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> find a way. I'm gonna find a way. Does the lava hurt? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. You can't even walk up it. There's All an right. invisible wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the lava. That's a shame. All right. Uh, so before we go ahead and move on to the news section, we got to first give a little shout out to our newest Patreon supporter, uh, Rick. Hold on. Rick, Rick uh, Rourke. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your last name. 
Um, thank you so much for supporting us over at patreon.com slash dungeon crawler network. That is how we fund everything we do over here, how we get to do all this fun stuff and we continue to bring you weekly content and not just one show, but multiple. Uh, so if you enjoy that, even as little as a dollar a month over there gets you access to all of our stuff early. That goes, uh, the same for anyone who subscribes to us via Twitch. Um, we have a subscribe button over there. Everyone gets, oh, you're going to, all right, all right. I'm not even wearing <laughs> PvP gear at this point, but, oh, and my build's all messed up, but that's okay. Um, yeah, this so you'll. Is for, this is for saying Oblivion sucks. Well, I mean, it does, so. Oh, I'm dying. Whoa. Yeah. I, I mean, did not expect that. I mean, all that's right. what happens, right? Uh, there we go. <laughs> I don't even have any ultimates on this character. Like, this doesn't have any ultimates. Oh, that does. But, um, oh, oh, now I'm under the ground. <laughs> uh, I'll have to reduel you, but I need to actually change my build, my bar, because my bar right now is my leveling bar, so I have, like, I have shield skills on it because I have nothing else. I'm like, I'm just going to shield skill it. So there we go. Uh, boop. No. Is that what I need? No, it's not what I need. Obi in girl chat says Oblivion was the best. and I Oblivion agree. is not the best. But anyway. It is. Feel free to support us over there. All right. I got to duel him one more time, and then we're going to go ahead and get into the news. But I gotta find him first because I can't allow him to to beat me while I had none of those things up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Come so me, bro. I, I'm gonna have to like edit the podcast and take this out of here because it's <laughs> just awful noise right now. <laughs> oh, I Oof. got under. Like, my camera went under for a second. Oh, I don't have food. Oh. Oh, well, that's not good. Well, you don't have any food on at all? Yeah, I have. I just didn't eat it. But it's okay. Oh, okay. Oh, I went under. <laughs> I'm stuck under the uh, rocks now. <laughs> like... My camera is... Yeah, right that's the what box. happened to me when I died, too. That was it. No, but it happened before I died. Oh. Like, oh. I, I well, respond, and I'm still stuck under the rocks. <laughs> and there's water here. I'm stuck under the... You're drowning underneath the water. That's yeah. that's pretty funny. I there guess Obi needs to do some... Like, Obi needs to fix a few things. <laughs> All right, we're going to go ahead and roll right on into the news, which I have to pull up here. First off, in the news, we have Reaper's Harvest and the free crown crates. Now, obviously, the free crown crates are over, uh, but what yes. they had done was if you had level or logged in and killed any monster during, was it last weekend, I think it was? Uh, uh, last weekend and plus Friday, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, yeah. Um, there we go. I'm going to go ahead and open this right now. Uh, you would, you would be eligible to get yourself a crown crate. So you get up to three of them, which, you know, it's actually funny because didn't the last time they give us five? Yes. So what? Too many people got five and now 
<laughs> now we're not allowed. Oh, yeah. You know, like, oh, that's you you guys got too many crown crates last time, so now you only get three. Like that doesn't that doesn't seem right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, free crown crates. Uh and Reaper's Harvest. Now of course they're adding new uh the new season of Crown Crates has started, and Reaper's Harvest is that the Halloween? Of, no, that's not the Halloween event. Why am I thinking Halloween event? Help me. I out, mean, Mark. it's the Halloween themed uh, Crown Crates, but not the event itself yet. Gotcha. That's what I got confused on, and I went to type in the uh, the. I got the age gate, and oh. uh, <laughs> I typed in today's date, so now I'm denied. So until I clear my cache, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get to the ESO website because it thought I was born today. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe some people might think that. All right, well, starting gonna... early. Starting early. Yep. All right. So, and next up on the list, obviously, the Clockwork City Adventure Guide was released. Uh, Art, can you tell us a little bit about this? Uh, okay, so it basically, like the article itself, basically ex- explains what's in Clockwork City and what are they all about. Um, there are a few things like Dells and whatnot. The Brass Fortress is obviously the center of Clockwork City and is the hub, like central hub where you can get quests, uh, where NPCs are and things like that. Gotcha. Um, then there is the mechanical fundament, which I don't know what is. <laughs> Do you want me to quickly read them or just sure, mention sure. them? And... No, that's fine. You okay, so read. the mechanical fundament is the maintenance tunnels and subterranean chambers beneath the brass fortress contain a mad assortment of clockwork mechanisms and computational contraptions. Um, so basically, it's a, I guess, maintenance tunnels and, well, it does say maintenance tunnels. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so that's one thing. Uh, the halls of regulation uh, is the artificial environment of the clockwork city. No, wait, this is this is just the beginning of the sentence. The artificial environment of the clockwork city must maintain a precarious balance to exist, and it is the halls of regulation that maintain its breathable air and potable water. Oh, I didn't know that actually. Oh. I thought Sorasil just, I don't know, brought <laughs> air and water. Nope, he's not that Important. cool. <laughs> so he made a device that purifies air and creates clean water. That's cool. Well, Actually, he would have to because everything else is all oily and gross. Oh, yeah. All the waters are like machine oil. Yeah. And the trees are metal. So yep. I guess. But I don't know. Still, like I thought he maybe did some divine stuff to... By the way, is Clockwork City before or after uh, Sorosil achieved? Um, like, did was Sorosil always this sci- crazy scientist thing, or pretty is much that after? No, okay, it it's pretty much that's who he is. That's his identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But Clockwork City is after his divinity. Yes, right? yeah, because okay. he 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 didn't have well. Uh, he didn't have that power till afterwards. I mean, he was always kind of that little crazy guy, but, you know, mm-hmm. in, in a fascination with all these mechanical and Dwemer-ish things. But, yeah, I don't believe he had the power to actually do anything with the Clockwork City until after he had achieved Divinity. Yeah, I see. Yeah. So the other thing is the Shadow Cleft. 
Uh, Everglom, the Oblivion Realm of Diadric Prince Nocturnal, has manifested a shadowy gateway within the Clockwork City. That's interesting. Hmm. I guess, well, I guess that's how we will get connected to the main story and things like that in Clockwork City, but I'm not sure. Probably, yeah. Makes sense. Then, yeah. Then there is the Sanctuary of Verification. Um... So as long as Sorosil exists, he will continue to invent, refine, and improve his experiments and curious... So this is basically like his laboratory. Oh, uh, no. One such experiment created the monstrous war machine, the Imperfect. Uh, it's not precisely known how many versions of this controversial, controversial war machine has been churned out by Sorosil's factories over the years, but fortunately none have yet escaped the confines of the sanctuary. Is this a thing? Uh, it- um, it's actually one of the raid bosses, yes. The no, no, I mean um, the imperfect as a lore-wise. Yeah, I believe uh, uh, you actually, if I remember correctly, I think you actually even find one or fight it in Morrowind, if I remember correctly. Hmm, okay. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of things, I guess, is lore-friendly with Clockwork City. Yes. More than the rest of the game, to be honest. Yeah, they have a lot in here. So, yes, they do. Okay. So, the other one is obviously the Asylum Sanctorium Trial. Which, by the way, they um, showcased it on ESO Live today. So, if you're interested, it would be um, archived. So, you can watch it again on Bedesta's Twitch. Which should be, I think, twitch.tv slash Bedesta, I guess. Yes, that's correct. Um... Or it might be on their YouTube as well, but I don't know if they export it to YouTube or not. But it should be archived in the in their video section on Twitch. Right. Well, see, I don't know if they export it anymore since they went over to Bethesda's official channel because I don't think that's linked mm-hmm. to them. So I don't. Yeah, I, it might not be. Might yeah, not be. I've, I feel like it's not, but maybe I'm wrong. So, so that was the adventure guide thing. It's it's a longer article. It just explains what what all those stuff are and right. a little bit of reading in it. So yeah, no, very cool. It's it's kind of lore and gives people an idea of what they're mm-hmm. gonna find. But you know, it's nothing nothing too crazy. All right, uh, the last little bit of news we have, and I kind of want to touch on it quickly because just like Ark, I'm actually getting tired now because it is getting a little <laughs> late. Late for me, early earlier for him. Uh, but yeah. uh, the last bit of news is the Skyrim um, Creation Club Yay. pretty much announced something earlier that uh, made it seem like a lot of it was very official, right? Uh, the, I think they even had a trailer for it. Essentially, that's what they're calling uh, Skyrim Survival Mode. And while <laughs> some of us knew what it was ahead of time. I know a lot of people are like, oh, look, they're developing stuff for Skyrim again, right? Yep. Which which is one of them are, is me. <laughs> one of them is Ark, who thought, hey, they're developing for Skyrim again, only to find out that, of course, this is part of the Creation Club. Now, yeah. the Creation Clubs are paid mods, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. so it's a DLC made by someone else. <laughs> yep. the best way of- and either uh like Bethesda official or if you in- if you're interested you can go ahead and put your mod in creation club to be sold as well mm-hmm. but when they first announced it on e3 
most of the mod makers, mod creators said that they wouldn't be doing that and they would stick with, uh, you know, their donations and Patreon supporters. Yeah. So I don't know what they are going to put in Creation Club. Well, they did showcase. Some it, of the they, they showcased what it is. And, and I mean... Which are embracing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and obviously with Creation Club, I know this was different from uh, when they announced paid mods before. Because paid mods before anyone could have done it like it was just open to anyone and that they actually you know went back on that and said no we're not going to do that now now the creation club is them bringing it back but then more or less making it more of an exclusive club because it's kind of like an invite only kind of thing so here we are and uh (laughs) i mean i don't know arc what are your thoughts on on particularly this mod is this something that actually interested you? Oh, the I know. survival mod yeah i mean now um go ahead as i'm getting eaten by yeah. lions it um okay. bobby just asked me to kill him to see if he goes below the oh okay surface i'm just gonna do that um <clears throat> so when i first heard or saw uh on twitter the creation mod, uh the survival mod what I expected is, um, expected was that, you know, a survival mode where you try to survive against waves of enemies, like a little funny mode, okay. game mode, inside Skyrim. Like, I, I was like, and it said, like, it's, all, it's available on Steam beta now. And I was like, okay, I guess that's a new game mode or something like that. And since it was survival, I was expecting like, there would be hordes of dragons and whatnot, and you would try to survive. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun stuff like that. It, I thought it could have been fun after playing the story over and over and over and again over the years. Uh, then um, I was going through Discord and I linked this to both DCN and um, Ophelia, Ophelia's um, Discord. And mm-hmm. she ex- apparently read the article and explained under it that it's, um, it basically is that you don't regenerate health, you have to sleep, you can't use fast travel, there are diseases and all that. And I was like, wait, that's realistic needs and diseases mode. Yeah, and frostfall. Yeah. Last campfire. What the hell? Uh, so basically, these are uh, the survival mode is Fallout's hardcore survival mode where you actually have to try to stay alive. Um, the problem is, well, not a problem, but the thing is, these mods, like realistic needs and diseases, uh, eye disease or eye needs, frostfall, campfire, these mods existed for free for years on Nexus mods. Yep. So why now are you trying to sell this with money? I mean, and why? I mean, yeah, okay, try to sell this with money. But here's the thing. First, there is a free alternative option. The mm-hmm. second, you are making it sound like you are making something revolutionary. And both of these things are embarrassing for a company that is Bethesda, which, like, for years were the, like, banner studio of RPGs with Elder Scrolls series and Fallout series. I mean, where is that old Bethesda? <laughs> I don't know. Ask ask uh, ask them with ESO, right? I mean, I mean ESO is it, well, it's still controlled by the same company. Of... It's still controlled yeah, Zenimax. by Zenimax uh, Media, and so is Bethesda. And uh, 
Yeah, you're That's you're good. starting to see exactly what what they wanted, <laughs> you know, you to see. <laughs> like this is they need a coup. They need a coup within the company. Yeah, bring top power to the presidential status within Zenimax Media. I don't even know if he if, if he's all right anymore, but uh, who knows? <laughs> but I mean, here's here's the thing. Like you said, you mentioned all these mods. If this is all a self-contained thing, you don't have to try to get six mods to run. That's pretty neat. And I'm curious also if there is uh and, and this is the real big win or lose thing for me. Is the creation club QA tested ahead of time? Like that's hmm. do they have people who are QAing this stuff before it goes out? In which case, you know, you're not gonna have a million crashes and stuff like that like if that were the case uh Bethesda doesn't even create QA it's games uh, like, <laughs> well played I don't, it, I don't think it does that for the months you know yeah it's it's funny you say that because yeah you're right <laughs> technically speaking you're right yeah they don't even do it for their normal game why would they do it for a mod you know I don't know and that is honestly my big my big thing, like, would it be worth it if they did, you know, that? Well, yeah, I think that would be actually really cool, to be honest. I mean, but yeah, but, re- like, realistic needs and diseases, Frostfall and Campfire Trio modes all support each other and work without a problem. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you don't get a compatibility issue with those three mods. And they are, since they are, like, the one of the, well, three of the most uh, desired mods on Skyrim or Nexus, um, they are compatible with a lot of mods. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, I got you. Cool. All right, guys. That was the end of our news for this week. So, I feel like, hold on. I feel like I need to be in a proper place for this. So I'm going to go into the Tribunal Temple. <laughs> uh, be- stand under Vivek. Just stand in front of. I still haven't went to Mournhold yet, so I can't get to Vivek. Albeit that. Oh right, you still haven't started. Still haven't started it yet. I do the quest. I can't until I finish both Dark Brotherhood. I have screenshots to send to you, but I can't. You can send them to me. (laughs) Is it? Well, they're spoilers. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't don't spoil. Don't don't spoil me. But yeah. Play. I, I I know. I know. And I've been working. To, I'm actually. I. I. I'm on the almost the final quest. Ooh, there's Amalexia. I'm gonna stand right next to Amalexia. Hello, how are you? I'm still disappointed how they made her. I mean, well, it was during their like. They're very like early. Amalexia. Yeah. 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 I. They. They could have done so much with her, and they didn't. Anyway. All right. Because guess what it is, guys? It is time for the 36 Lessons of Vivek Sermon 12. We're on 12. Okay. I'm excited about this one. This one's really cool. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I got to get in the mood for this because I'm going to have to do this all in my normal voice. But... Uh, this one is a very fun, fun lesson. It's actually one of the few times, which we'll talk about near the end, where a very specific thing is mentioned, which is only alluded to 
everywhere else. So, the 36 Lessons of Vivek, Sermon 12. As the Hortator pondered the first lesson of the ruling kings, Vivek wandered into the morning hold and found that I am was with a pair of lovers. Set had divided himself again. Vivek then leapt through into their likenesses to observe, but he gained no secrets that he did not already know. He left a few of his own behind to make the journey worthwhile. Then Vivek left the capital of Veloth and wandered far into the ash. He found a span of badlands to practice his giant form. He made his feet a less dense material than the divine to keep from falling waist-deep into the earth. At this point, the first corner of the House of Troubles, the prince, Molag Bal, made his presence known. Vivek looked upon the king of rape and said, How very beautiful you are that you do not join us. And Molagbal crushed the warrior poet's feet that were not invulnerable and had legions cleave them off. Mighty fires from the beginning place were brought like nets to hold Vivek, and he let them. I would prefer, he said, some kind of ceremony if we are to be married. And the legions that took his feet were summoned again and ordered to begin a banquet. Pomegranates sprang from the badlands and tents were raised. A throng of Alothi mystics came, reading the passages of the severed feet on the ground and weeping upon the scriptures were wet. We must love each other briefly, Vivek said, if at all. I am needed to console the Hortator in more important matters because the Duomeri high priests stir up trouble. You may have my head for an hour. Molegbal rose up and extended six arms to show his worth. They were decorated in runes of seduction and its reverse. They were decorated in the anatoted calendars of longer worlds. When he spoke, mating monsters fell out. Where must it go, he said. I told you, Vivek said, I am meant to be the teacher of the king of the earth, Ayi Altadun Garuk Padam. With these magic words, the king of rape added another, Kaim, which is the secret syllable of royalty. Vivek had what he needed from the Daedroth and so married him that day. In that hour that Bog had his head, the king of rape asked for proof of love. Vivek spoke two poems to show him such, but only the first is known. I am not sure how much glass it took to make your hair. Twice as much, I am sure, as the oceans have to share. Hell, my sweet, is a fiction written by those who tell the truth. My mouth is skilled at lying, and its alibi a tooth. The sons and daughters of Vivek and Molegbal number in the thousands. The name of the mightiest is a string of power. Golga Morjil Haret I Hum. The ending words is Alm Silvi. All right. So now we're starting to get into the kinky stuff. <laughs> I guess that's the best way to say it. It's the kinky stuff. Should I have gave a disclaimer about it's it's not going to be family friendly. Family uh, from here on out, yeah, probably not. No, definitely not. Uh, I've actually there's an image that I'm going to add onto this that people will be able to see, and it it, it talked about Vivek practicing his giant form, right? 
Uh, and it's it's funny when you see this because it makes him look like a weird hybrid of Vivek and, of course, a Silt Strider. So, yeah. But the the key thing to take away from this sermon is one thing. The magic words, the king of rape added another, kime, which is the secret symbol syllable of royalty. This is one of the very first times that the that the idea of kime, the secret symbol of royalty is actually brought forward in a like a written form, right? And it's odd that Moleg Ball is the one who presented it. Right? Like He's the one who told Vivek about the secret symbol of royalty, which we know about later on as it's attributed to Tiber Septum when he becomes Talos. Uh, achieving Kaim is what allowed him to achieve his apotheosis, to become Talos. The idea of Kaim is to realize that... How, how did they say it? That you are... You are nothing and yet still maintain your sense of self without what they call zero summing. So I, I know a lot of people talk about Kime as being a very gamey thing, like uh, almost being like a joke from uh, uh, Michael Kirkbride as knowing that you're in a video game and mm. still realizing that. So the idea of them becoming are. Uh, becoming divine is realizing that they are in a video game that nothing is real and yet still maintaining sense of self uh other people say yeah there's there's a lot of weird you know if you're willing to take those outside steps that also say that it's a a vague reference to creation club or not creation club <laughs> the creation kit which was released with morrowind which was allowed, which essentially allowed you to change the game world as if you were, you know, God itself. So therefore, that is some of the, you know, theories around kind. But if you don't want to get into that meta discussion and you want to refer to it as, you know, a, a symbol of royalty, learning this magic word or its meaning would somehow present some form of divinity, which in case of, of, uh, um, Vivek, who makes mention of it, and of course Tiber Septum, who makes mention mm -hmm. of it. So that is Sermon 12. And like I said, the main thing here is that there's also going to be some sermons later on that deal with the children of Moleg Ball and, uh, and Vivek. So <laughs> nice try. Try. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Right? Yeah, nice try. But uh, so there you go. Sermon 12. Come back next week as we dive further in and look at Sermon, I guess, 13 at this point. So, Ark, I guess that's the end of our show, man. That's it. It's yeah. over. <laughs> it's over. It's done. And I see people, I see Mirnat in chats like, just, just wow. Like, yeah. The funny thing is, this is actually, this is where the sermons start getting weird if they haven't been weird already. Um, <laughs> but this one is actually what I would consider the G rated version. They get a lot better later on. A lot better or a lot weirder or both? Uh, depends. I mean, some people are really <laughs> into that. So yeah, it'd be better for them, right? Yeah. I'm just saying. Yes. Yes. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I want to thank everyone for coming out and watching this episode or listening to this episode of Tales of Tamriel. First off, Ark, where can people find you now? Uh, pretty much anything with Arkanir, because that's a name I made up, and therefore I I should come up if you type Arkanir in Google. That's go. Twitter, website, Twitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, be sure to give... Uh, Ark's Twitch, a follow. He's been streaming oh, yeah. a lot more now, so definitely check that out. Yes. Although, yeah, there, um, it's not like uh, it's not RPGs or um, Elder Scrolls content specifically. Yeah. Uh, there is like shooters, indies, and whatnot. So all kind of stuff that I play. He hits on skeletons. I do. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when you I were playing Undertale. Uh, Undertale, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That game is amazing. Hitting on a on a skeleton. <laughs> I want to fight. No, flirt, flirt. Yeah, I'm I, hitting on a skeleton. Then skeleton hitting on me back. Then friend zoning me. Yeah, you, weird stuff. Weird you, stuff. It was ultimately a disappointing end to a end to a battle. <laughs> yeah. I want to fight him. I don't want to fight you. I want to flirt with you. All right, I'll flirt back. All right, you're friend zoned. Aww, <laughs> that's a shame. It is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, so definitely check that out. Uh, you can follow everything we do, DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com. Be sure to follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash DungeonCrawlerNetwork because like Ark, I myself have been streaming a lot recently. Uh, almost every night now. Almost every night. Uh, so, I mean, we stream right now. I'm probably going to stream a little bit later after this show as well. So... You can come join me there where I'll probably be playing uh, Guild Wars 2, doing some stuff with a few of our guildies in that guild. Uh, but of course, check us out uh, Twitter at Tales of Tamriel or at Dungeon Crawl Net. Of course, our website, DungeonCrawlNetwork.com, where you can find all of our shows, our past archives for Tales of Tamriel, as well as some of our other shows, including the newest one on our network, From the Ashes, our Ashes of Creation podcast. We are up to... Well, I guess on Monday we'll be 22 episodes already. We've been going at it for like 22 weeks. It's pretty uh, pretty impressed with that, seeing as no one else has been able to maintain a weekly show this early on. So it's because they're weak. They don't have the dedication. <laughs> when it's been like 22 weeks, though? like Yeah, since we started. Yeah. I mean, 22 weeks is five months. Yeah, yeah. We've almost gone a half a year of of that show and i mean we're seeing some growth on that which i'm really excited about but obviously we want it to grow more so if you have a passing interest in uh in that game or just want to support us and listen to my my unthaise's voice because Thais is on that show uh as a main host so uh, she is on almost every single episode. Not everyone, because if we have to do uh, a segment that had community members, obviously, uh, her time is limited, so we can only record when she can. Um, you know, you'll be able to listen to her again, which you probably haven't heard from her since, I think, what, episode 30, 35 on here? Uh, well, I guess she did come back on episode uh, 100 of Tales of Tamriel, but not as a, you know, recurring, just as a. A guest at that point but so if you miss Thais and want to hear her definitely check her out on From the Ashes so thank you guys we hope you enjoyed and we will see you next week in Tamriel have a great night everybody good night when Akatosh slew
Or can he rip his heart right out? He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout, "Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the." The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on seer it fell, and like a dart shot to its mark down in an alien well. Magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong. Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone. To Saint Elish, in token of her right to sit the throne, red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men, red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end, red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end.